With LinkedIn Jobs, we tap into a network of more than a billion professionals to help you find quality professionals quickly and easily for any role you need. Marketing wizards? Found them. Software engineers? Found. That project manager I could never seem to hire? And found. LinkedIn Jobs quickly matches your roles with candidates with the right skills and experience. In fact, 86% of small businesses get a qualified candidate within 24 hours. Post your first job for free and get started at linkedin.com slash spoken. That's linkedin.com slash spoken. Terms and conditions apply. Welcome back to 30 Days of F1 Beyond the Grid, a pre-season series featuring the best bits of the Beyond the Grid archive. I'm Tom Clarkson, and on day four, it's the driver of car number four, McLaren's Lando Norris. The young Brit is one of the most popular drivers in Formula One and one of the most exciting to follow because we haven't seen the very best of him yet. He scored podiums, qualified on pole position and come so close to a first victory. Could 2023 be the year he gets that win? I love talking to Lando. He's been on the show twice, and the clip I've chosen is from his first visit at the start of the 2020 season. We went right back to the beginning of his racing career, how he started, memories of his first drive in a go-kart, plus a young guy he remembers racing back then, someone called George. I wonder what happened to him. But first, Lando explains how when he started racing, it wasn't on four wheels, it was on two. So I started on bikes. Um, and I had a little motocross Yamaha uh, when I was much younger. Um, still got it now, actually. Can't start it for some reason. Um, and I started to do that, and I, and I loved it. I would spend as much time doing that as I could. But I had one like little crash. I mean, it was a little crash. It felt a huge crash. Um, and I just tried doing this little jump, and I had no idea what I was doing. And I went over and I landed on the front wheel and went over, the bike landed on me. And I saw six, six years old, seven years old, scared me, didn't want to do it. Um, and I kind of stopped for, for a little while. And um, then um, I was watching those races. I started watching a little bit of Formula One as well. But then my dad took my brother and me to Clay Pigeon, which is a local karting track, um, as the British Championships. And somehow we found out that it was, or he found out that it was there. And we went to watch on a Sunday afternoon, um, just in time for the final. And it was really cool. It's my first thing I went to go and watch. And I, I, yeah, it was just really cool to see it at that age. And my dad went around asking people if they had any spare suits and boots, because I said I wanted to have a go. But I wasn't allowed, it was a proper race weekend. Um, so he was going around asking people, Have you got anything spare? Have you got anything you don't need anymore? And we ended up going away with, I remember the, a blue Sparco suit, I think it was, and uh, some pair, a pair of boots, which are way too big for me. <laughs> and then I had to buy the helmets, and uh, I didn't even think I bought new boots. I think I had to wear the boots, which are way too big for me. And uh, yeah, that was that. That was my first time, and not long after, I think for my seventh birthday, I got a Bambino go kart which I started driving around at home with a little square bit of tarmac where I put some cones out and I would drive around, it was pretty small. But um, yeah, I did that, loved doing it. Was, was it like a lightning strike? Bam, this is what, yes. I've never felt this before. Yeah. It was sort of first, was it, your, was it your first passion in It life? was, I felt more in control than I ever did in a bike. Well, actually, well, I had the quad bike before I had the bike and I loved that. So I loved the four wheels actually. And apparently I was getting too dangerous from it. So my dad sold it without me knowing. 
and just said it's gone. I felt that was a bit harsh. So I had no more quad biking. Then I, then I got the motorbike, which I don't know how that's really any more safe. Um, so I had the motorbike and then, um, then the quad bike, but then the, then the go-kart, but the car was the best thing. As soon as I jumped in, you know, it just feels more, it's more comfortable. You're sitting down. I just felt more at home straight away. And um, I love doing it. And my brother saw how much I loved doing it. And uh, he wanted to have a go. And then he loved doing it. And then... So you did it together. It was a, something you yeah. and him, yeah. a bit of sibling rivalry. Pretty much. Well, I only raced against him for the first year or so. Because he's a bit older than me, three years, four years. Who was quicker? Um, to begin with, he was quicker. He was much quicker, actually. And he was, like, doing pretty well. And Are you just saying that because he probably listened to this? No, no, no. Oh, right. He was when he first started. When he first started. Just reiterating that. You know, and we were racing with, with George. And at that point, we were nobody. Like, I mean... With George Russell we're talking about. George Russell. And George was the guy. He was the, he was the champion. I don't know if he was the champion, but he was the, the guy winning races. He was a cool guy. If we ever got to racing, we're like, oh my God, we get to, George overtook me today. It's so cool. And he was, yeah, it was, that was, that was how we started, not knowing anything. And it was just cool to be like on track with George Russell. Amazing. Lando's early racing hero was George Russell. It's amazing to think those two have been competing against each other since they were kids. And now they're racing for wins in Formula One. Max Verstappen and Charles Leclerc were karting rivals as well. The cars are bigger and more powerful, but they all still want to beat each other just as badly. Check out our full interview with Lando for lots more great stories he's so good to listen to. Links are in the description for this episode. That's day four of 30 Days of Beyond the Grid. Thanks for listening. And tomorrow, we'll be hearing from one of Formula One's unseen stars. Speak to you then.